Okay, now I'm actually going to have to wake you up. Such a great feeling, though, to really... Who feels Shabbat now? Feels like there's really Shabbat. That's good. That's the intended effect of coming here on a Friday night, <laughs> is to let the outside stay outside and really kind of be in the sanctuary of Shabbat, not just the physical sense, but the spiritual sense. And um, many of you know the story of how Shabbat was created. It was, in fact, created during the first week of creation. It was on the seventh day. It was the rest that God took. Um, and this is the week, this is the Shabbat that we read about the creation of the world in Bereshit. And so I wanted to tonight, just in a very um, small way, um, explore something that is a interesting idea about creation. So I'm gonna ask you to look in front of you. There should be a blue Torah commentary somewhere around you. I'm gonna have you take out the blue Torah commentary um, don't open it up yet because I'm going to ask you um, if you're familiar with the, raise your hand if you've heard the story of creation before, some version of it, okay. So in the story of creation that we have in, in the Torah, in the Tanakh, um, most of us know the story of the creation of human beings. And so what was the name of the first human being that was created? Right, Adam or Adam. And if you're, uh, I heard some native Hebrew speakers over here. Right, I heard the accent um, in the Hebrew and in the English. Um, so if you are a native Hebrew speaker, you know that the first, you know, a lot of people have heard of a guy named Adam, but it comes from the word Adama, which is earth. So, so Adam is the first earth creature. Who is the second human being created? Chava, and what's her name in English? Eve, right? So the first person was created, Adam, and how was Eve created? She came out of, right, the rib of Adam. Okay, so raise your hand if you've heard the story of Adam and Eve. Just want to make sure. Okay, so every single person here has heard the story of Adam and Eve. Now, wouldn't it be interesting if that was the second story of the creation of humanity, but we all knew it, and the first story of the creation of humanity, maybe 10% of the people in this room knew. How many people have heard of the first story of the creation of humanity where not about Adam and Eve, but that one creature was created? Okay, so I, I got my numbers right, about, you know, 5-10% of the people. So if you, I'm going I'm to tell you this, it's very interesting to me because usually in the Torah, if there's two stories, the first story is the one that everybody tells after Leolam Va'ed, forever and ever. And in this, in this creation story, there's two different um, versions of the creation of humanity, but we take the second one. And that's the one that we've taught through all of um, Western culture, is the story of Adam being created first and Eve second. Makes sense, right? Did men or women write this stuff down? <laughs> I wasn't there, but I'm, I'm guessing that it was men who wrote it down, and that second story made a lot more sense. I mean, if, if it was, you know, that women were created first, you'd think, well, then women probably wrote this book. I want you to look at the first story, though. Um, so look on page uh, 20, okay? What precedes page 20 on page 18 and 19 are all the days of creation and what is created each one of those days. Um, and in this story, everything is created up to the point, even the birds and the bees, all of the animals, everything that's cl that climbs and that flies and that um, is on the earth and under the water. And it says then on um, page 20, so everything has been created. Um, and actually, go to page 19 for one second. Um, at the very bottom of page 19, um, after all of the animals are created, let's read verse 26 together. So at the very bottom, we'll read it in English together. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. 
They shall rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the cattle, the whole earth, and all the creeping things that creep on earth. And we'll do number 27. And God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Um, God blessed them and God said to them. We don't have to read that together, but just so you know, the very first um, mitzvah is contained in verse 28. And the first mitzvah is um, to go forth and multiply. Peru or Ravu, to go forth and multiply. That's the first command form. So anybody want to tell me what they think is unusual about those two verses? Anything just jump out at you um, in the English or the Hebrew in those two verses? Because does it, it doesn't, doesn't mention Adam and Chava, Adam and Eve. It mentions that God created man in what way? Right. In what? In, in, in whose image? In God's image. Is it? Is it? plural, right? The first word is let us make, verse 26, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now that's, that's, that's tough to understand, right? Isn't Judaism monotheistic? So who's the, who's the us? Who's the us? So Marcia said, somebody, two people at the same time said the royal we. So it could be the royal we or not. Um, it, could be, it could be that um, God, according to the Midrash, was consulting with the angels. The angels, the heavenly host, and said, in a way, should we make this creature? Um, and there's a, a variety of Midrashim where the angels try to talk God out of um, creating humanity, whether it's one human being or the mass of, of creation. And the angels say, well, God, you can see into the, f into the future. And you can see that humanity is going to try and usurp you. And you can see that humanity is going to try and destroy one another and probably won't even believe in you. And God says, forget about it. I am going to have faith in this creation, Leolam Va'ed, forever and ever, and dismisses the angels. But I think it's very interesting that the beginning of the creation of humanity, it says, let us make this man, Adam, in our image after our likeness. And then it goes into the plural. They shall rule the fish of the sea. But when you get to the next verse, it says that God created one human being in God's image, singular, in the image of God, and, and in, if you don't speak Hebrew, you should know that if, it's, um, if there's a hundred women in the room and there's one man, then you, it's male. So it's a gendered language. So it's all, it, it goes towards the male. Um, and so it's, it's a he um, if it's an it for male. And if there's a lot of women and there's one man, you still say it in the plural as if they're all men in the room. And so here it says that God, um, God created this human being in God's image, in the image of God, um, God created it. Male and female, God created them. So what's the explanation here? Well, was it Adam or Eve who's created first? It doesn't say. This is the first story of creation. This is the story of the creation of humanity. And what I think is really exceptional is that the rabbis look at it later and they say, well, what it's actually saying is that God created one creature. At the very beginning, God created one creature. Male and female was in one creature. And the rabbi said, well, it was God. And God wanted humanity to be equal. And so there was one creature at the beginning. And the rabbis go as far to say that the one creature was hermaphroditic. Hermaphrodite, hermaphrodite, hermaphroditic. It contained male and female inside of it. And so that one creature, at the end of the story of creation, all God had to do was separate it into half, into two halves. Um, but I think it's very interesting because um, the second story is very clear. 
and this story is pretty amorphous. It's difficult for under, us to understand in the English or the Hebrew, but it gives us a lot to think about because it gives us two different stories of creation, and every single time we re-scroll the Torah and we go back to the beginning, um, I think we jump through the creation part very quickly and we get to Adam and Eve because we all know that story. And if we back up each time we re-scroll the Torah to Bereshit and we look at this story of this idea of one human being is created and what does it mean that every soul has the imprint of God in it. Every single person in this room, whether you're Jewish or not, whether you're from Israel or not, whether you live in San Francisco or not, you are created in the image of this God. And if you go back one page to page 18 and you look at the very top right word in Hebrew, it's Bereshit. The first book of the Torah is called Bereshit, the first parsha is called Bereshit, and the very first word of the Torah is Bereshit. And the reason I wanna point that out is because we translated in this book is when God began to create the heaven and the earth, but that's not what Bereshit means. What does Bereshit mean? It, it would mean, it, it would mean in the beginning, right? It would mean in the beginning, so a Reshit is a beginning, if it said Bereshit, right? If it said Bereshit, it would be in the beginning, but it says Bereshit, so what does that mean? In a beginning. So the whole Torah, our entire creation story starts off, in a beginning God created the heavens and the earth, which means it's not the only one, exactly. Maybe there were creations before, and there are definitely creations after, and so I think it's a great way to start the Jewish year with the thought that we are not alone, we're never alone, that there's many different creations happening, and I was certainly inspired this week um, when somebody sent me a three-dimensional picture of the Hubble telescope. So if you go onto the Hubble telescope this week, um, they trained the Hubble telescope for 11 days. I'm not a scientist, I'm a rabbi, so I don't know how, how or why they did this. They trained the Hubble telescope um, into nothing for 11 days. And they took slides of it for 11 days and they turned it into a three-dimensional video that we can see. And when you look at it, it penetrates into nothingness. And what they find in the nothingness thousands and thousands and thousands of, gal of, of galaxies. Um, and it's a really profound feeling when you think about the fact that if there is some cosmic truth, it's that we are one of many, many different creations. And that I love the Midrash, which says that even though the angels argued with God and said, you know, they're gonna destroy each other and they're not even gonna believe in you, that God had faith and kept the creation going. And here we are. So Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>